Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea. Before we get too much further, if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. Also, give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or by going to almostfamousradio.com. And tonight, joining us on the WATD Tiny Stage, we say hello to Birch Swart. How you doing? Doing wonderful. How are you? I am great. So give yourself an introduction, if you would. Sure. Uh, my name is Birch Swart. I'm 21 years old. I'm from Situate, Massachusetts. I've loved music since I was born and raised up in a pretty musical, artistic family. Super grateful for where I'm at in life and just happy to share my music with you guys. Awesome. So talk about your musical beginnings. How did music enter your life? So music entered my life... Before I was even born, my mom had like headphones on her stomach playing Bob Marley, Greg Brown, all that kind of stuff. And then once I was born, it was just all around me. We are still sort of in the early months of 2022. It's been a rough couple of years, especially for somebody who's just entering the music community. What was pandemic life for you and from your perspective? It was crazy. I dropped out of college, out of UMass Amherst, and all my friends were like, hey, Why'd you drop out? Did you see COVID coming? And I I was starting to pursue music. So I dropped out to pursue music, was following my dream, and all of a sudden it just kind of got cut off. But it gave me time to really reflect on what I wanted to do with music and where I wanted it to kind of land me, you know. From so many people, it was a time for creativity. There was really nothing else to do except for be creative. Was that also true in your life? Um, I would I would definitely say so. I, I focused on my guitar, my music, and just growing as a person and being able to push forward, you know. And you've got the guitar in hand. How many instruments do you play? Um, so I, I learned how to play drums when I was in kindergarten, and then I was kind of like a jazz drummer through high school and a little bit in college, but mostly just uh, guitar, drum, a little bit of bass, and then I love to sing. And I'm trying to learn more instruments as I go. I love that. <laughs> well, let's start off with a song. What are we kicking off the night with? Sweet. Um, so this would be uh, a single that's on Spotify. It's called What Are You Thinking Of? I wrote this one and released it basically in the midst of the pandemic. And I'm super happy to be sharing it with you guys. Let's hear it. We have Birch Swart on 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is yours. <laughs> In a long black dress Just kidding I'm not that into the blues She had blonde hair And a flower necklace It seems that every day She's getting restless Love is on my mind You can have it with the time No reason around Love is, love is Love is on my mind What are you thinking of? Hey, have you thought of Taking some time alone? Not sure how I was thinking It might just help us grow Cause we're too young to have an understanding That a true love is more than just a rare thing Love is on my mind But you can have it all the time No reason or rhyme Cause love is the real Love is on my mind 
What are you thinking of? What are you worthy of? Who am I to realize the time? It took two years and seven same months just to figure out I was bit off by myself. Yeah, 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 I was bit off by myself. Very cool. Birch Swartz joining us tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? I wrote that one when I was getting home from UMass and I was just trying to figure out what I was doing with my life. I'd been in relationships for like since I was basically 14 and it wasn't necessarily the most healthy thing when I was trying to focus on music. So I kind of wrote that one as like <laughs> the beginnings of brown hair and a long black dress. I'm not that into the blues, blonde hair and a flower necklace. Basically all my experiences were kind of like I just lost myself. And the whole point of that song was, hey, like, don't rush into anything. Focus on yourself. Focus on what you want to do. Focus on loving as many people as you can and making a positive imprint in their life. And in turn, I'm better off by myself to do that, you know? When did you gain the confidence to start sharing your original songs in front of people? This is really funny. I think it was either my junior or senior year, we had a project where we had to, I forget exactly what it was, but my project was making a whole album. And I shared it with my class and I was like, all right, here's some confidence. And it was a terrible album and it doesn't even exist uh, on anything except for uh, SoundCloud. But that's when I sort of got that little boost and felt like I could share my music with people. And then when I went to college the first time, I started sharing it, felt a little bit like sensitive about it and like it was too personal. And I felt a little reserved. But when i came back after the pandemic and I was going out and sharing my music, people's responses and their smiles to what I had to say through song really motivated me to just keep doing it. How did your confidence evolve after each of those performances? Um, every single performance adds a little bit of, either a little bit of confidence or it shows me what I can do better next time. Just understanding that I'm not there to be perfect. I'm just there to share my experiences and my voice and my playing with people to hopefully either make them smile or inspire them to do a similar thing. And you just mentioned two of uh, songs that are very personal. Is that how you write? Do you write from a personal experience, or do you have that ability to put yourself into somebody else's shoes and write from their perspective? I love writing from other perspectives. It kind of makes me, makes me think a little bit differently because I'm so focused on always writing from my experiences, and hopefully it'll heal other people. But, yeah, I find myself, when I get into somebody else's shoes, it's almost easier to write. But lately, for some reason, I, I watched this interview with, um, I'm totally spacing on the name, but there was this Beach Boys documentary. Uh, Brian Wilson is the name. Oh, yes. You're welcome for forgetting that. Um, <laughs> so basically, I watched this interview, and he was talking about how he writes songs for like his personal comfort, and he'll listen to them to heal himself and get himself in a good mindset. And when I started writing songs for myself and not for anybody else, it made the song sound a little different, and I felt just better about them. And sharing them means that, I have an experience, and if somebody else wants to like, relate to that experience through that song, then that's awesome. But I always write songs from different perspectives, too. I just had an artist on here a few weeks ago. Her name is Charlotte Sands from Hopkinton, and she's now living in Nashville. But she said that, like, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way, but she said that she stopped caring. Like, she doesn't care if a song is a hit song, whether it's not a hit song. Like, she writes about what she's... Feeling, and if anybody else feels that way, then they're welcome to go along for the ride. Other than that, they can just, you know, they can just enjoy it. Yeah, they can do their own thing. I mean, you don't have to love what I do, but I'm just going to keep releasing music. So that's kind of like my life. And whoever's along for the ride is along. And whoever isn't, I love them too, you know? When you write songs about somebody, do you tell them that it's about them? No, no. I've actually, it's so funny. I have people come up to me and they're like, hey, I love that song you wrote about me. And I'm like, not about you, but you're welcome, <laughs> I guess. Like, take it as your song, and we'll see where it goes. You Will know? you ever, do you think? Um, I, I have some songs I've written about people, and um, I don't really play them a lot anymore, but 
I, I definitely will. I, I've, I've tried to write songs about people when I feel like it's important <laughs> enough, you know? Do you have any songs that are too personal to share publicly, maybe at the moment? No, honestly, I, I have unfinished songs. I'll go and play at open mics or wherever, I, wherever I'm playing, even at bar shows. I just wrote a song a couple days ago that I'll probably play today that um, it's, it's pretty vulnerable, but I like, I like sharing it because it's just, it warms my heart and hopefully makes other people feel the same, you know? See, to me, those are the best songs. So the ones that you, people can just, you know, totally open up and the, the emotion just pours out of the, uh, the speakers. Exactly. Let's do some more of your music. What are we listening to next? Um, next would be uh, this song called uh, Adore You. I wrote this one just, again, just sitting down and it kind of, I, I describe my songs lately as burps. Like I have this feeling in my gut and then all of a sudden, boom, it's, it's just kind of coming out through a song and it's, yeah, it's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> Let's hear it. We have Birch Swart on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. I could do Oh yeah Well babe Maybe he adore you Like I wish I could do Oh yeah Well you've been teaching me Listen around with my head Wishing I can get ahead instead Wasting the time losing my rhyme And thinking about you and I and I got to be true to my heart Whoa, yeah And I got to keep it true to my heart Oh yeah And I got to be true to my Can't afford to I'm saying, babe Maybe he'll adore you What could he get for you? I wonder when, Maybe he'll adore you What could I have done for you? Something more to Well, babe Maybe he'll adore you Cause I can't afford to Awesome. Birch <laughs> Swart on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about how that song happened. Oh, man. It's not even totally done yet. So I, I started listening to a lot of hip-hop this year, uh, mostly like Guru, Jasmine Taz Volume 1, 2, and uh, a lot of Tribe Called Quest. So when I'm sitting around in my car, I'm just trying to think, oh, how can I get that sound but in my own way? And I met a bunch of different rappers on the South Shore, and um, it's really interesting. It kind of inspired me to want to write something to cater to what they could do over a song. So I wrote this with that little rap in the center, and... I want somebody to layer in something that's a little more sophisticated beyond what I can do. And honestly, I was just kind of sitting there like, 
babe, I wish I could adore you, but I can't afford to. You know, like I'm following this dream of playing music out. I want to push, do something with my life. And every time I seem to get attached to somebody, it's it's not really not really healthy. You know, it's more like it's a distraction from what I should be doing because I'm always in the studio. I'm always driving to a gig. I'm always thinking about what that next song would be. And even if I don't intend it, I just don't really have a lot of time for people. So the amount of people that I've had to say, hey, I wish I could love you, but uh, <laughs> I don't really have time for myself. And I'm sure, you know, with music, you know, radio too, I'm sure it applies to the same situations, but like it's more than just relationships. It's family, it's friends. It's like there, there's literally no time. Exactly. Like I even, even like it's, it's, I feel bad about it. Even my grandparents, I don't see them as much as I would like to, you know, because I'm always... I'm just trying, I'm kind of in this headspace where I'm on, in a constant hustle, just working as hard as I can. And everybody understands that in my life who loves me and understands. But yeah, if you're on the outside looking in, you're probably like, what does he do with all his time? Pretty much this right now is all I do. Exactly. <laughs> and it pays off in the end. Hopefully. <laughs> so from the early days when you first picked up the guitar or maybe even started playing the drums... Mm-hmm. Through your high school days, your college days, to where we are today, how do you think your music has and your writing has evolved over those years? Honestly, it's definitely changed. Reggae has been a staple for me, and I've always loved writing reggae. So that's one thing that's been consistent. But singer-songwriter-wise, I felt really self-conscious about everything I wrote. And when I was younger, I just had this mindset. It started with no care in the world, and I'd play whatever I wanted. And then I just started meeting people who had opinions and would have a lot to say about what I'm playing and would criticize it. So then I would get in my own head. But I kind of revisited my childhood again. Like I felt like I kind of woke up a little bit and just stopped caring about what I was writing. Then it allowed me to really show who I am and what what I write, you know. So I feel like it changed in that way, like not really caring and just being my most authentic self. So what advice would the Birch sitting here today tell the Birch who first started writing music? If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Don't get a real job. Don't even go to college the first time. Just just focus on music. Like just push as hard as you can. In high school, if I if I started writing and pushed, I bought this Martin in my freshman year. My dad and I went halfsies on it. I won't ever get rid of this. I'll pass this on to my kid if I have one someday. You know, yeah. but I would say do not stop what you're doing. You don't need that higher education to find what you are, what you want to do. You can help people. And what people need right now is more of that. Yeah. Just being yourself and presenting your experiences. And I think a, a true sign of a great musician and especially a great singer songwriter is like from up here in the booth, looking at that, that guitar, it looks amazing, but you look up close and it's been through a lot. And I think that's a, that's a sign of a, <laughs> a true musician when, you know, the guitar can sound great, but also look like it's been through hell and back. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. It's, it's, my friends always make fun of me. And when I've been playing some bluegrass lately, it doesn't really compete with a lot of those other nice, nice, nice guitars, but it's got a sound that I, I've been chasing. Exactly. Since I and it almost it. becomes like a security blanket. Oh my God. Exactly. There's this Tony Rice song and it's called me and my guitar. And it was like, I'm mostly flesh and bone. He is mostly wood. Always in the same mood. And he's always your friend. You know, like every time I pick this thing up, it's going to sound the same. It's going to play the same, which I I can't exactly say about people. (laughs) Exactly. I won't comment on that, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we're on the tiny stage tonight. We're chatting with Birch Swartz. And we have a lot more to talk about, more songs to share as well, all ahead Right here on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, I'm John Shea, and this is Almost Famous. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, I'm John Shea. This is Almost Famous Tuesday nights on WATD from 8 till 10. Brought to you, of course, by Tiny and Sons Glass. And by the way, if you're a local band and musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, you can always reach out. Just visit the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. Give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever podcasts are found. And you can always go to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight on the tiny stage, we're being joined by South Shore singer-songwriter Birch Swart. How you doing? Doing wonderful, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Give another introduction if you would. All right. Uh, my name is Birch Swart. I'm 21. I'm from Situate, Massachusetts. 
yeah, I'm just super grateful to be here. Super happy to just share music with you guys. And you recently released a, a single on Spotify and other streaming outlets. I did, yeah. That song's called What Are You Thinking Of? I'm super stoked about it. Cool. And when was that officially released? That was, honestly, my memory's failing me right now, but that was last last summer, I'm pretty sure. Oh, awesome. Very through, cool. Through PB&J Records in Situa, Massachusetts. Well, of course, Jay Pissarros. Oh, he's the he's best. He's the man. Yeah. Very cool. So what are your plans for 2022 when it comes to music? Are you planning on releasing more music? Oh, Maybe man. an album along the way? So I have, I, have a, I have a whole bluegrass EP that I'm releasing with about four songs on it. That's going to be, one's just going to be acoustic in studio. There's going to be another one with videos and a live album. So it's going to be a double album package deal. I'm going to release two reggae singles with a full band backing it. I'm going to release maybe one to three more kind of pop songs that will end up being um, recorded with a full band. And all those will also have an acoustic release. And I'm still writing. So every single day I'm having more music come out. So there's never ending projects to be working on. That's so, great. Yeah. What if somebody wants to stay in touch with you and keep up to date with everything you're doing? What's, what's the, uh, the website, social media, anything like that? So I need to make a website, but the, the best way is to uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, birchtree 26 It's a private account, but if I know you or if I seem like you, it seems like you're cool, I'll definitely let you follow. My, Bert, my uh, other account is Birchsport Music, and then I have a Facebook. So right now, all my stuff is always posted on there. I try and share as much as possible, and soon enough, I will have a website. That's amazing. Love that. Yeah. Let's keep on going with the music. What are we listening to next? This one's one I wrote the other morning. Uh, it's called Hard Day. I'm pretty excited to share it with you. It's not quite finished, but it's it's uh, it's the bones of the song. I love it. Let's awesome. hear it. Birch Swart on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's been a hard day in so many ways. It's waking up. And you feel like giving in Just waking up And you feel like giving in And I don't know what's going on People say there's something wrong Wash away all your troubles day by day Saying maybe someday we'll find a way It's been a hard day so many ways Waking up And you feel like giving in Just waking up And you feel like giving in Put your greed before your mother's worth I don't know what the hell is worse Wishing I could find something real Knowing that we all need a little time to heal Knowing that we all need a little time to hear On a hard day If the sun still shines I know every little thing is gonna be just fine Yes, every little thing is gonna ease my mind On a hard day It's been a hard day In every way I'm waking up And I feel like giving in Waking up And I feel like giving in Day. If that sun still shines, well, every little thing is gonna be just fine. On a hard day, if the sun still shines, I'm saying everything is my worry and mine. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. On a hard day. 
That was cool. <laughs> that is Birch Swart on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about how you wrote that. Oh, man. Well, that one's, that one's uh, I just woke up, was having kind of a rough day, and I needed a way to voice how I felt about a lot of stuff. And lately I've just been, as long as the sun's shining, I'm happy, I'm good, you know, and that's how, that's how I try and make it for everybody else. Um, there's heavy stuff too. There's, there's rough days. There's stuff that people go through. And um, I wrote this kind of thinking like, hey, I'm having a rough day. Maybe somebody else is having a rough day. Maybe this can help them just like it helped me. And writing this was kind of like a little bit of therapy. But yeah, just it's a work in progress. And it's, uh, it's kind of like a little window into, I don't know, everyday life, just having a hard time, but staying positive through it, you know. When is a song finished? Oh man, a song's not finished. I feel like all my songs are going to be edited and like tinkered with until I feel like they're perfect. They're never going to be perfect, but I'm going to add horn sections. I'm going to add different stuff to every single song I have out already. And I feel like if I make a mistake now on the radio and you hear it, it's all good. Because you know what? Maybe I'll play it another time and it's going to sound totally different anyways. So you're not even going to know that this version wasn't, (laughs) wasn't perfect, you know? But yeah, I feel like a song isn't necessarily finished. But like, let's let's take a song like "What Are You Thinking Of?" Yeah, you yeah, recorded yeah. that with Jay Fasaros. When was that yeah. ready enough to go into the studio and lay it down? Uh, so even this song I just presented to you, I would just bring this to Jay and I'd be like, "Hey, you want to record this?" Because I have all the sections laid out, I have a story, I have the emotion in there. It's technically finished. Like a, a song's finished when I feel like it gets my message across. How do you keep your songwriting ideas current? Honestly, I feel like. Keeping them current is almost like looking back in time. Like I look back to see how other people wrote songs in the past and then I try and give a little portal back to that time so everybody on earth right now can relate to it no matter when they were born. Like there's a little bit of soul in there that people can be comfortable with. But I try and just like, it's been a hard day, that song. It's It's been a hard day. It's been a hard year for everybody. Like honestly, like that's that's as current as I can get, you know, like everybody's having a hard time. Let's do this together, you know. So like, like relatability is basically key. That's all it's about. Just being able to sit down and like, whether you cry along to the song, whether you're smiling, you're geeking, you're like dancing. I just want to make you feel something. Like that's why I don't stick to just reggae, just bluegrass, just folk, just country, anything. I don't even actually really play country. It's more singer-songwriter stuff. But I spice it up depending on what my mood is, what I want people to feel. And um, the overarching thing is just as long as somebody feels something, that's all I really care about. I love that. Yeah. Birch Swart is joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next? Oh, right. This, uh, this next one's a more finished tune. It's called If I, and I, I just sat down in my drum room. That's like the little studio my dad built when I was younger, and now we just have all our posters in there, and I just, all of a sudden, just, again, I, this year has just been full of emotions, whether I've lost, like, good friends or, like, relationships or even, like, family members, whatever it is. It's just been, it's been a lot. So then I just decided that this song would be one of my little release valves on all that. You know, like it's called If I, and it's basically just If I. <laughs> like the whole, the whole song is just basically me saying if. But <laughs> we come around to a little bit of meaning at the end. I love it. Let's hear it. Birch Swart on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Awesome. Birch Swart on the tiny stage, W-A-T-D. Nice job on that, man. Thank you, man. Talk about how that happened. That one, that one's tough. I, uh, I don't know. I was, I was kind of, I was hanging out with some friends. I was hanging out with this one girl I liked writing songs with. And, um, I just kind of, um, we didn't see each other for a while and I was just feeling a little emotional about it. And I was like, why don't I, why don't I make this kind of a love song? And then I was just, I, I lost one of my really close friends who I went to college with last year in like the middle of the pandemic, which was really heavy, but I kind of wrote this one just to not only console myself, but just like say something to those kinds of, those people who I, I wanted to have contact with, but I couldn't actually have contact with. So this is my song that's like, if I, it, like if, if I could, you know, like, hey, I love you, um, I care about you, and hopefully this song just makes you think what I think, and it's just like, Love everybody while they're here. Love your family. Love your friends. And you know what? Maybe you'll see them again and smile at them one day. And uh, that's all it's about, just being positive, you know? When you're singing an emotional song like that in front of people, how do you manage to get through it? How do you yeah, that, amp yourself up enough to make it through a difficult song? So obviously today I've made some uh, some pretty tricky mistakes with some of my songs, and they're not all going to sound perfect, but that's that's the emotion. That's the raw, like feeling that I have in my in my body in my day whatever I've been going through no matter what I get through it I'm going to get through that song I'm going to finish it I'm going to be shaky like I'm shaking right now just because I I messed up one little lick at the end of that song you know and uh nobody really notices but I feel it I internalize that and it's something I can work towards next time but getting through that song getting through any song that means something to me or to somebody else getting through it is literally just saying I, I can do this. You know, it's like, it's my little, not a power trip, but my little confidence booster. If I get through that, you know what? Everything's good. I can handle anything. Which for a lot of musicians is every song in their catalog. Yeah. And that's how I'm trying to do it. That's when I realized that I could maybe write something like when I started writing songs that made me cry by the end of it and I could hardly even get through it. That's when I realized like, all right, I can share this with people because it's not going to ruin anybody's day, but it might, might actually heal them like it heals me. What's a song when you are listening to your Spotify playlist or if you're listening to the radio, what's a song you wish you had written? Oh, man, there's so many songs that it's not even necessarily that I wish I had written them, but songs that I admire and I just I can't get over that they exist. There's this one. I was listening to this Bluegrass album on the way to one of my shows. And it was really interesting because the song hit me so hard and I felt so like this profound feeling in my soul that I needed to share it with people. And when I shared it with people, there was uh, it's kind of a dud. Nobody really cared about it and listened to it and uh, heard it the same way I heard it. But You Are What I Am off of uh, J.D. Crow in the New South, that original album with like Tony Rice and uh, Ricky Skaggs and J.D. And I think Jerry Douglas is on there too, but that kind of stuff, that, that soul-wrenching bluegrass that just hits you in the heart. Yeah, so that song, You Are What I Am, because of the lyrics and because of the chord progressions, it just hits me in a way that I aspire to hit, like make people feel that way in my songs, you know? Like, 
whether the beat's driving and the musicianship is incredible with their with their instruments or it's their harmonies, you know, or it's the lyrics. It's just, it's that overall feeling like um, like they're right there with you, talking to you, helping you through something, you know. So I'd say songs that make me feel something that, like a feeling that I've been searching for is like, special you know and that's those are the kinds of songs that I oh I wish I wrote that you know like I wish I came up with that because I feel so profound about this song and like there's not any other song like this but for some reason it touches my soul in a certain way that makes me want to write like that you know I love that Birch Swart is joining us tonight on the tiny stage we have two more songs left what are we listening to next all right um this next song is uh it's a new one I wrote called wait and it's it's honestly, it's probably going to be my newest single that I'm really, really stoked about. Hopefully it hits people and people are excited. But yeah, it's called Wait. And I got to play this at Soundtrack Studios with an awesome band. And I'm super grateful for that opportunity. All right, let's hear it. Birch Swart on 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is yours. Wait, never got the chance to hear you say Well, wait I don't need that chance to hear you say what you think about me. If I'm not gonna be around, what you think about me? If I'm not gonna be around, we were staying up late talking about the things that we debate. Being trapped, I'm not sure Do I want more? Could I even handle this? I'm wondering what Do you think about me When I'm not around? Well, what Do you think about me now? Could have been you, could have been me. Well, what can I do? This feeling I got, well, I know it ain't right. Cause I don't wanna say I miss you. And I say, I miss that feeling when I don't. And I say, I miss that feeling when I don't I'm wondering what do you think about me when I'm not around Well, what do you think about me now Think about me now. 
That was cool. Bert <laughs> Swart on the tiny stage. W-A-T-D. Maybe my favorite song of the night so far. Oh, thank you so much, man. Talk about how that one happened. So that one's, I'm, I'm constantly living in my head, um, wondering what people think about me, wondering if my music's good enough, wondering if I'm good enough as a human. To everybody who I meet, you know, I'm always just trying to better myself and improve however I can. And that one was just, wait, maybe I don't need the chance to hear you say what you think about me, because whatever you think about me, I'm always just going to be trying to do my best, so I don't really need to get in my head and put any more stress on myself. Yeah, I had a, I had a crush on this girl, and uh, she kind of just walked away, and it was all good. But I didn't need to hear what she had to say or what she cares, like, thinks about me anymore, you know? Like, you get to that point where it's, whether it's a girl, whether it's your friend, whether it's family, what you think about me, like, that's the overarching thing is, what do you think about me now? You know, like, I don't, I don't really need to know because I'm just going to keep trying to better myself and put my best version of myself forward. And I think everybody should do that. And uh, never get down on yourself if there's something that, you're having a hard time dealing with. That's kind of what that song was about, you know? Absolutely. You were from Situate, um, and I've seen you at almost every open mic there is on the <laughs> South Shore, just sounding amazing at every performance. Who are some of your mentors here in our South Shore music community right now? Oh, man. And who are you listening to? <clears throat> right now, man, I uh, I think the biggest thing is everybody's always, everybody used to be focused on going to Nashville, going to California, you know, like you have to go somewhere to accomplish your dreams. But there's a lot of awesome musicians here that have stayed. And after COVID, we all just kind of put our foot down. And it's like, nah, like I'm not going anywhere. I love this town. I love whatever town you live in on the South Shore, wherever you live in Massachusetts or New England or the world. Music is made special by you and where you are and your experiences. But everybody can always relate with that. So I remember listening to Six Fox Whiskey when I was leaf blowing, and I, I fell in love with uh, just just that, that energy and that vibe, and I was caught off guard that they live around here, you know? Like, I started listening to them, and now Tyler uh, from the band is playing drums for my band, which is absolutely incredible, and I'm so lucky. And even my uh, my friend Lars, he's incredible. He's amazing. Crazy bassist, keyboardist, guitarist, just Every wonderful <laughs> human being, you know? Just, like, I, I think I look up to, like, just basically every single person on this South Shore music scene that shows up with a smile is just doing what they're doing, not apologetic about anything. They're just they're just there to make sure that their music gets out there, other people's music gets out there. You know, like Tyler's teaching drum lessons. Even yesterday after our gig, my heart was so full. He he uh, walked straight up to these kids who were just chilling at the at like the guardrail. And he gave them some drumsticks, and their mom was definitely not happy. But they were drumming on, like, a suitcase and having so much fun. And it was just like, that's what this is about. You know, like, all these musicians, whether it's Tyler, Chris Ballerini, anybody from the Quins, Quadrafunk, like, all these bands. The Elevators were, they're like, they're one of those bands that, as a reggae band, it's incredible what they've done around here. And and Jackson starting off as a solo act oh, and yeah. just evolving, mm -hmm. you know, from band to band until he, he he's now in the elevators and exactly. doing some incredible things. And stick figure, like all these, there's so many bands that come out of this area that's in, like, it blows my mind. So I'm just grateful to be a part of that community. And to say that there's um, there's just a couple musicians that I really look up to is definitely difficult because I, I don't, I think I look up to the whole community and the whole scene and what everybody's been saying as a like, collective, like, we love this area. We love each other. We're about the music. We're about pushing positivity and doing our best with what we what we do. And that's getting up there on the stage or writing a song or, you know, maybe it's just teaching somebody a drum lesson, which I used to do in high school. And that was the most like heartwarming experience for me. And uh, now just playing my songs for people gives me that experience and then multiply that by like 100, you know. What advice would you give to an artist who maybe is just starting out playing open mics, maybe has, you know, plays music, but doesn't necessarily think their original material is ready yet. What advice would you give to somebody like that who is just getting their feet wet in the community? I would say don't ever, ever think that your songs aren't good enough. Don't think that you're not good enough. Think that there's endless potential for growth. I started playing guitar and I sounded like crap until probably about three years ago. I could play, get, get my way around the guitar neck, but I just workshopped it and put in the time. All this is is putting your soul into 
your instrument, your voice, whatever it is. And it's a lot of practice. Like some people have whatever it is, a natural born talent or a voice. But my opinion is it's it's the hard work. It's whatever you feel is is valid. So put put your feeling into your music. Put your feeling into your practice time. Don't get in your head about anything at all because tomorrow's a new day. I feel like for anybody getting into that music scene, don't get into a rut. Just focus on constantly Im- like improving and knowing that there's endless potential for improvement. I hang out with a bunch of kids up at Berkeley, and every time I go up there, I'm flabbergasted by what they're throwing at me. And I, I could just say, ah, oh, I'm going to put my Martin away and never play guitar again. There's too good, and, you know, I don't really need to play because there's people who are better than me. But that's that's not really the way this is, you know. Uh, it's all about focusing on constant improvement and uh, putting yourself out there, you know, just being positive about it. Knowing that you are valid and you are special and there's no other person who can get up on that stage and deliver your voice and your guitar playing the way you do. Whether it's you're playing like B.B. King, whether you're playing like Frank Zappa, whatever you're playing, it's you. And that's what people come there for. So they're not there to boo you. They're there to support you no matter how it sounds, you know. So just always be positive. I love that. Birch Swart is joining us tonight on the Tiny Stage. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Absolutely. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. It's Almost Famous. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at almostfamousradio.com. And tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by South Shore singer-songwriter Birch Swart. How you doing? Doing wonderful, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. One final time, give an introduction. All right, my name's Birch Swart. I'm from Sitchu, Massachusetts. I'm a singer-songwriter. Yeah, I'm just pushing positivity, trying to smile as much as I can and make more music. <laughs> I love that. And share with us where we can follow you online. You can follow me at BirchTree26 on Instagram, Birch Swart on Facebook, and uh, Birch Swart Music on Instagram as well. And I'll have a website up real soon. I have stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, and all streaming services. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, we have time for one more song before we wrap things up. What are we hitting the top of the hour with tonight? All right. This song is called Walk With Me. I wrote this song on a on a Peter Pan bus on my way back to UMass Amherst when uh, I finally decided that I could write a song and that my songwriting doesn't suck. And uh, I basically just decided that uh, music was going to be my thing. So that bus ride back was this whole song. Fantastic. Birch, thank you so much. Get home safely, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds wonderful, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. How do you walk when your legs are broken? What can you do if a door is not been open? You see, so long I've been sitting around Hoping your love would find me arms open And won't you walk with me, walk with me slow And talk with me, talk with me slow I can have my love and my life bye bye I think I got the right the right to my life yeah just the other day I saw you walking with whom I don't know you were talking Holding my heart in your head The last string you're plucking Before you Where you Before you Walk with me Walk with me slow And talk with me Talk with me so bubble 
To my life, yeah. 